So everybody's represented. Represented. So which group? Oh, you got the Donald Trump hands up. Which group? <laughs> everybody's been represented. You know what I say to that? Let the meat cake. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're gonna destroy themselves. If you are stiff arming movies like Oppenheimer to not yeah. win Best Picture, like not giving them option, the chance to potentially win Best Picture. No Oppenheimers. No. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works Show, everybody. Um, Wise Works Show. All right, keep going. Um, we're here. It's Friday at noon. Unless you're <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just for everyone who doesn't keep track of the days and time, it's noon and it's Friday. Now there, yes. we're glad you're here. Showing up if you're loyal. Showing up every time we release something new. Look, you are truly the wacky, wonderful group. And, and I, we love it. You are subscribed to the Patreon, and then this comes out on Monday. That's true. Okay, they do get early. early. Uh, how are you guys today? Good. Not Good. tired. Good. Uh, second cup of coffee. Good. Ready to go. Awesome. Joshua? Uh, great. Straight with no caffeine. Straight. I'm raw. I'm raw in it today. He's straight, and he has no caffeine in him. <laughs> All right, I got. I got. I want to kick off because I wanted to ask you guys something. Do you guys oh, know? No. With all of the Barbie news, with all of the hype about it, it's become a billion dollar movie. <laughs> it's gonna outpace Mario. You know that kind of thing. Yep. Did nobody's paying attention that Oppenheimer is the third highest grossing movie of this year? And is Chris Nolan's second highest grossing movie of all time, next to The Dark Knight. It's more expected. It's expected yeah, of Nolan. It's, it's expected of Nolan to create a, a success. That's why Tenet was, people were like, wow, Tenet kind of didn't do so great. It also it went straight to streaming. It <laughs> went straight to streaming. Where is that money coming from? Right, if it's exactly. A streamer? And, you know... Yeah, people expected this from Oppenheimer. Um, Barbie was kind of a different story. Barbie's a one-off. Yeah, as and you know, I for no, they'll make an extended universe, a Barbie extended universe. They haven't oh, even confirmed man, a sequel not. to Barbie, which is unheard not. of with mm -hmm. how how popular it is. You know what I mean? Well, the funny thing is, like all the all the memes, all the commentary on the internet about Barbie is kind of like. Barbie's kind of the villain in this movie, even though <laughs> Ken was supposed to be the villain. Mm -hmm. uh, Barbie, because it like the movie opens with her being like, well, this is, you know, the Barbie house and I'm, you know, we're in charge and it's she kind of feels night, like a fascist. So please go away. And then he does the exact same thing. He's like, well, this is my house now. And uh, it's boys night. <laughs> and then it's like evil, and then evil. and that's evil. She's like crying because she's in the same position he's in, like his <laughs> now, whole life. I'll well I'll say this: uh, that does come. Barbie World comes across very um, Nazi and fascist, fascistic. Mm -hmm. I guess you might you say. You guys are opening this podcast strong. Look, I'm just saying fascism. I'm just saying. Look, Barbie, not the not the toy. 
the movie. The movie, yes. The live action movie. A Barbie was it's it's what we predicted a while ago. Mm-hmm. It's Barbie was going to be a higher grossing opening weekend, and it's going to do well. And then over time, Oppenheimer is staying power where Barbie does not, because mm-hmm. in a year nobody's watching Barbie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think the rewatch value is there. Rewatch value is non-existent with Barbie. Everyone's like, "Oh, it was really fun. Remember that one time in two thousand three? Ten years later." When we watched Barbie that one yeah. time, well, people you will know, enjoy. Maybe. People will enjoy like all of the Ken stuff. That's what all I see. I never see anything any of the Barbie scenes. Oh, I see Ken. I see all mm-hmm. the Ken scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a level to it that a man sold that movie, but you know, <laughs> you guys are coming out strong with this one. Look, I'm just saying, Barbie is a is is a very popular dumb movie and Oppenheimer is a masterpiece and Oppenheimer's doing well and nobody's talking about it so that's really what I'm trying to say Oppenheimer's done really well now I will say um what to was your get question? off of Barbie you said you had a question about this did you guys have when you watched Oppenheimer did you notice audio issues like with dialogue and stuff no. I feel like there were times where it was quiet but I assumed like I assumed it was like that on purpose. Like you're not supposed to hear what they say. Right. And he does – Nolan mixes intentionally. I, th- I think the, the biggest thing I noticed was there was two scenes. Uh, if I can, I can visually recall one of them. I think it was towards the beginning when Oppenheimer's at the university, right? And him and a couple – two people around him are walking down the street and they're having a conversation down mm-hmm. next to this building. They're outside. The audio – does something that sounds like a audio mixing uh, fixer yeah. where it basically it's like a noise reduction. So if you ever put a noise reduction on audio, that's good and clean, it starts to sound like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's cutting out background noise now or other noise in the environment. I've learned uh, that there's, there's words going around online as to why, some of these uh, audio issues. It's not just it's not just quiet audio because that's intentional. That's Nolan doing something specific with his mixing that a lot of people don't like, but it is a part of the art. With this audio issue specifically, it is because of the loud cameras. Apparently, the IMAX cameras are very loud, and when they're you're filming something close to an actor. <laughs> It gets all in the audio, and so you have to take it out of the audio. You know what I mean? Weird. You have to clean it up. Apparently, these audio, these IMAX cameras are like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like making tons of noise, and you're getting a, your close up, and the audio guy's like, "Oh, what is this?" You know. Hmm. I mean? So apparently, uh, there's some audio problems that they, you know, when they shoot on set. And a lot of the uh, audio issues is because they're they're trying to get those the background noise of those cameras out of the audio. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Which is actually yeah. difficult to do. It is hard to take background sounds out of audio and try to make it clean when it's fil- when it's just permeated everything. You know? Yeah. It's difficult to do. But did you guys ever hear of this? Have you seen anything online about this? Is Not this about the Op- Oppenheimer's audio, no. 
because I a lot of people were saying I, I think in theaters uh, a lot of people didn't notice it or care as much. It's also come to be expected with Chris Nolan is the way he mixes audio for his movies. Um, but in theaters, you notice it less because everything's loud naturally. So even when they're talking quiet, you can still clearly hear them. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably hear more issues with people when they start streaming it at home. You know, yeah, they'll be like, probably. oh, the audio. Well, I know that quiet. he's had a he's had a couple. Um, he said people say for a while that his his sound mixing of like music is sometimes just a little too loud while voices are too quiet. Um, and I yeah, that's understandable. But you know, his his movies are very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, again, I've said this in the past, but I want to challenge people: if that's your opinion and you're just blanket statement uh, on Chris Nolan's audio mixing, he has said that he ch- he is very specific and involved with how things are mixed down to the decibel. So mm-hmm. he's choosing to do this. If that is the fact, pay attention when you're watching as to why something might be extra loud here or extra quiet because it's probably motivated by the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It most likely is motivated by the scene. So just, you know, just as a, a side note, another thing I noticed when I was watching in IMAX is, I, I, we might have mo- mentioned this already, did you notice some of the stuff was soft? Like some of the shots never really like quite hit focus? <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? Yes. That, that we did talk about. We talked yes. about that. Um, I feel like there is a there's a, a real grittiness and a very analog feel to Oppenheimer as a whole, which mm-hmm. which other ones don't feel quite like that. Well, there were some there were some shots that were uh, that I noticed were uh, specifically like like he was out of focus, mm-hmm. um, but it worked. Yeah, I don't remember the exact shot, but he was he was like the object of of the shot but he was out of focus mm-hmm. um and it never like fully brought him into focus yeah and i was like that's strange uh but looking around him there were a lot of stuff around him that weren't that was in focus or something i don't know it was a right. weird shot but i i didn't have an issue with it i kind of liked it for what it yeah. was yeah and i'm also noticing you know there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff where um Hoyte Van Hoytema is putting this rig on his shoulder with the giant camera mm. and literally like getting a shot, holding it on his shoulder. It's not necessarily on yeah. like a tripod so or a, a jib or something. Tough to get exact focus. It's very difficult. Um, and especially if you're doing those handheld shots, that's, I mean, it, when they're using a short depth of field lens Mm -hmm. it's literally the difference between being in half an inch too leaned forward you know what i mean yeah yeah like you're just lean forward just a half an inch too much and these old cameras they're not dealing with these fancy new autofocus Mm -hmm. helpers it's all you've got to focus that it's all there you know if, if you're not doing that yourself if you're not manually making sure then it's not happening you know mm-hmm I kind of like it. <laughs> so uh, I love how we opened up with Barbie and Oppenheimer. It's like you can't talk about one without the other. You, I mean, it. this is the year where Barbenheimer is there join at the hip mm-hmm. for some reason. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's um, it's unfortunate, but it's it's a fact for 2023. They're 
They're conjoined twins. That's and that's the thing. Yeah. It will always be remembered that Oppenheimer and Barbie came out the same year, same day, and they both were same big time. successes. They were both huge. It was a phenomenon. That's this that's is, pop culture for us for our generation. This yeah. is this is a question that uh, you kind of brought up when when someone says they have twins. Why are we instantly like, oh, are they identical? And why don't we just ask the question? I know you they- watch something's burning. I know you watch something's <laughs> burning. Why did you see this? No, he told me about it though. Okay, so Bert Kreischer on his YouTube, he does something's burning, which is basically a cooking podcast. Yeah. He had on uh, Jake, who plays Nick in New Girl. Jake, John- Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. And he has twins, kids. And Bert was getting a little high. He was smoking some weed on the, sh- on the mm-hmm. podcast. And instead of asking... When Jake said, I have twins, instead of asking if they're identical, like Joshua was trying to tee up, like a lot of people do, it's like, oh, identical or fraternal. He asked, conjoined? (laughs) Yeah. Like, who asked? They're conjoined. That's a funny bit. Um, I think it's it's not our bit. It's just something to appreciate. I think it's more funny that Josh was teeing up somebody else's bit. (laughs) I know. That's that's why I cut it off because I'm like, I'm not going to let you do this. (laughs) I know you. I know what yeah. you're playing at. You're not. Gonna, <laughs> you're the one who said Barbenheimer was. <laughs> yeah, I said. Con, I said joined at the hip, and my brain joined went conjoined in my brain. No, went, and you know what? Funny. You said when you said twins. When you said Barbenheimer was like twins joined at the hip. I was like with. I I immediately thought of what Josh was gonna say. I was like conjoined twins. Well, I saw Josh start giggling. I'm like for sure he knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all had the same thing in our brains. Yeah. Now, um, um, what's our first topic here? The first topic is, uh, is a little bit of, uh, again, kind of what is Hollywood doing? Okay. Oh no. What, what, what is, They're, what are they doing? What's their plan? What's their plan? I don't think they have a plan. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about Jason Momoa. Aquaman two. All right. Ah, which, um, I, I would like to point out. Mm-hmm. If you will give me one second. Okay. Um, the first Aquaman came out in 2018. Okay. Wow. 2018. Okay. Also, the first Aquaman is apparently the best performing DC movie ever. Yes. Wow. That 2018. Uh, it's, Go ahead. It's been five years. Five years? Yes. That's and other movies have come out with sequels during this time. Yes, and uh, COVID uh, was in between these two. Yeah, movies. I mean, you can't be, you can't still be using COVID as an excuse. Not right. COVID and point. Amber Heard was between. Okay, the, yeah, you know what, Amber, I forgot about the you know. Yeah, that was that was another big controversy. Um, yeah, so just i don't there's no hype for this anymore so listen this is a yeah the hype nope. is non-existent which is a big nope. problem because they they've dumped over 200 million dollars uh that we know of into this movie now if they are expecting to get a billion dollars like the first one did then sure but there's no i, I think we have blue beetle and flash especially flash because it was anticipated it was a big moment and it was a really uh the college try you know what i'm saying yeah. and it did not do well Mm-mm. blue beetle a little bit smaller they didn't really give it a 
give it the college try right. and it really hardcore flopped the latest two dc movies just are big uh failures and th- what what came before those two black uh, shazam adam. black adam both of which failed at the box failed. office uh no nothing has made its money back the so, flash was the only thing in recent years that have even come close and it only made 260 mil the yeah, movie costs a, more than that to make yeah no it's 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 considered a failure 100 percent. this uh costs comparable to what they've spent on mm-hmm. the flash and do we honestly think that aquaman 2 is going to get people in theaters does no. jason momoa hold the water no pun intended that he once that did to get people intended. that pun was intended that was to get people intended. just no, say pun I, intended pun intended sure but it wasn't until literally microseconds before just i just say it so you don't have to say no pun intended all right does jason momoa hold water the way he once did to get people into theaters right no he doesn't not anymore no. probably we, not. we've seen him too often how well did fast and furious do with him as the villain it did yeah. well, but it did comparable to what Fast and Furious normally does. Yeah. Did more people show up for that one because Jason Momoa was in it? No, because no. people Maybe like the Fast and the people, Furious movies. But probably not a lot. So with all that said, uh, and I'm not going to read through these big articles. Uh, I'm just referencing to show you that the world is mentioning this. Okay, Warner Bros. quest to build a better Aquaman sequel, three reshoots, two Batmans, and non-stop test screening. Uh, So the reshoots make sense. Every single uh, movie that has come out from DC or Marvel recently has had to have multiple reshoots reshoots and pushbacks. This one has had... I think this one is unprecedented to how much has been reshot. Um, So three reshoots, and the last one was in June. So, but... my more importantly what uh, two batmans what's that part about i'm not really sure i think there was hopes for dc to bring in michael keaton as kind of like this a nick fury character for dc mm-hmm. okay um and obviously you have the ben affleck uh batman who constantly shows up i know imdb has ben affleck on the on the the cast list yeah but not michael keaton but also at the end of the flash they showed george clooney right but he's not i don't see george clooney on the cast list for aquaman so it's probably affleck it's it's affleck he's he's on the cast list it's but they were also like it wasn't really james gunn it was like some other executives were like, we want a Nick Fury character. It would be awesome if Michael Keaton as the Batman that we saw in The Flash could be kind of like a selling point mm. as well as kind of like this older wise character, you know? Yeah. And I don't think that's going to happen, especially not in James Gunn's uh, DC. But uh, the nonstop test screenings, they've had multiple test screenings. All not of them, line. all of them yeah. have not done well. All of them have been disliked okay yeah that's unfortunate there's zero excitement around this movie now if i show you this last paragraph on this other article i found was interesting because um this is this is them uh i guess hoping against hope so sources told uh thr that the latest round of reshoots referring to june might have finally gotten all the film's ducks or 
uh, stingrays or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> in a row. Ducks are Dunks. aquatic as well. Right, right. Semi-aquatic, just like Aquaman, so ducks works. <laughs> right. Gun and Saffron, uh, whatever, approved five days of reshoot, reshoots for director James Wan, starring Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson. Apparently, Wan got what he wanted after day four, and now it's back to the edit bay and video effects mines. Um, Aquaman the and the... The Lost Kingdom is set to be his last film of the DCEU's Ancien. What is that word? I don't know. I, I've n- I, I have never seen that word before. Interesting word. Anyway, we'll we'll look past it. Um, yeah, and then the, this is the last DC you basically before the James Gunn Superman legacy in 2025 former yeah. old yeah former yeah the uh, as he put it uh elseworld right yeah so with all that said the test screenings <clears throat> are not going well the reshoots are expensive and all for what is the question that I'm I'm posing to I why well, I, I I still <laughs> I'm having trouble getting past the fact that the art writer of the article went they they think they've gotten all their ducks in a row or stingrays or whatever <laughs> ducks, ducks works are aquatic they're <laughs> semi aquatic they're just they're the same as Aquaman they're semi aquatic right <laughs> what I, why are you hating on ducks stupid it's a turn of phrase <laughs> <It's>, you're st- <laughs> they were like I guess ducks don't work because they're not really water animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who wrote that article, but it don't matter. No. Look, this is a this is it do matter. I know we've had so many Hollywood failures and so many DC failures, mm-hmm. but how on earth do the creators and the director just keep <laughs> trudging forward when I don't we know. all know this is dead on arrival? Yeah. It's, please, please, please watch my movie. <laughs> we keep spending money to try to make it work, but it's I mean, just not they're, gonna. They're still just coming out with all these superhero movies, and we're tired of superhero. We're done with it. We're done. The only thing maybe I would get on. We're not entirely done Batman with movie. superhero. Look, we're not entirely done with superheroes. We're done with this vibe. Look, all right. Here's here's the thing. Um, every. Every decade has had its thing. Uh, you know, the cowboy movies lasted a while. The gangster yeah. movies lasted a while. Um, you know, action, hard, heavy action. Uh, there was there was action sci-fi, uh, 90s comedies, 2000s uh, rom-coms, and... Um, How's Hallmark doing? Is Hallmark still uh, Hallmark's still, still kicking? Hallmark, okay. baby, <laughs> Hallmark been going. Uh, <laughs> and then, Hallmark. and then the superheroes. And to be honest, yeah. we've we've the superhero genre has lasted longer than a lot of those other genres have. Um, and it's coming to a close. And it's coming to a close. Uh, mm-hmm. We, I think, we are setting into um, a new era. I think the next one's. Um, sci-fi probably. large sci-fi fantasy is what yeah. people are looking it's like for. dune and creator like we talked about last people week. are yeah, looking but that for can get boring easy it can um it can and it may not gotta last. have a lot of fresh ideas it and may Star not Wars last is not it it may not last as long as the 
uh, as as the superhero the genre, superhero. but we're in kind of the perfect place to make uh, legitimate sci-fi. And I think people realize this with Blade Runner and with Dune is that, you know, large scale sci-fi can be done and people are interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's kind of what we're going to, cause sci-fi has been kind of just hanging around for a little while. Yeah. Um, you know, you get your occasional Elysium or, uh, well, or Blade sci-fi, Runner. Sci-fi recently has been, what are you giggling about Joshua? I'm just imagining sci-fi and Beetlejuice just being like, or not Beetlejuice. Uh, he's like, I don't know, just hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Beetle. doing? Nothing. Just hanging around. Hanging around. Look, <laughs> that's sci-fi over in the that's sci-fi. That's been sci-fi the last 25 years. <laughs> I would say sci-fi has been uh, almost probably the past 20 years has been defined primarily by star wars and star trek star trek yeah now so, so that's not epic, all sci-fi epic I, I this is what i'm thinking epic sci-fi is going to be the new thing because Look, I, people you know, are more it, excited for it's rebel been, moon it's than been they adventure are sci-fi it's been adventure sci-fi for so long star yeah. wars established adventure sci-fi it's going to be dramatic epic sci-fi will be the next phase I think Probably. I think it will only it, yes I agree with that but I think it will only last four to five years I don't think it's gonna no be I think long. it's it I think it'll be it'll be ten years of movies that we get that were made for about it, that you know there was like four or five years where people were making them but we're gonna get them over the course of the next. 10 ish well, years let's think about it we're already started we, we keep saying it's next but we've already kind of started it right yeah yeah because we've already said no to star trek and star wars and mm-hmm. saying yes to dune you know what i yeah, mean yes to dune saying, yes dad yes yes daddy. to rebel moon yes to saying. the creator yes people so are we're saying already yes. saying it we're, we're already uh, excited we're already amidst we're already amidst it because did you say yes, are, Daddy? I did say yes, Daddy. Yes, it, Daddy. It was a stretch, though. It was a two, stretch. but yes, Daddy toward this sci-fi epics that we're mm. talking about. And like I was saying, Rebel Moon is a not Star Wars, but Star Wars inspired because James because uh Zack Snyder didn't do a Star Wars movie; they didn't give him one. So mm-hmm. people are more excited about Rebel Moon than they are the next Star Wars, like Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever movie they have on the ticket. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. Sci-fi is going to have its day in the sun. I would say probably somewhere between five and ten years. So I'm kind of in between with you guys. Yeah, and you know, I kind of thought it was going to be. Um, I thought for a while it was going to be uh, Game of Thrones level fantasy, but oh, I would it's like fantasy. Netflix, Netflix killed it. Yeah, Netflix destroyed it. Netflix tried to do too much. Amazon Prime tried to do too much. They all tried to make these different high fantasy things um, to get that the age of high fantasy started. But they're doing fantasy drama. I don't want to see fantasy drama as much as I do. I mean, I do want to see a little bit of drama. I want look the stuff Netflix is doing is too dramatized. Like Game of Thrones, I can handle because it's good. But like, or House of the Dragon, but 
it's too what about things like highlander that was very successful yeah uh, in a niche I, group I, would, but highlander would, is very uh, drama it's not a whole lot we, well i think i think the issue is that they are taking these shows and we've talked about it a million times before but like with wheel of time and just turning it into something nobody wants to watch right. everybody game of thrones proved people like high fantasy people mm -hmm. like uh drama and you know political stuff and nobody cares about any of the other bs that you want to put into a show that's Look. why rings of power got slammed it's why uh wheel of time got slammed it's why the witcher got slammed because yeah. they just kept adding stuff from our world into the fantasy world yeah and we and we we don't re we don't mention this enough. We were given a very clear case study gift with House of the Dragon and Rings of Power coming out basically mm -hmm. at the same time. Okay, and nobody watched <laughs> Rings of Power, and everybody loved House of the Dragon. Dragon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a case study. It shows you what why it's pointing out here. We still love fantasy. But it has to be good, and it can't be full uh, filled with BS and and destroying the source material. You know, I mean, the Batman. How many people watched the Batman compared to this new Aquaman or uh, Blue Beetle? Yeah, no, people like Bat. People liked the Batman. People yes. wanted to see something cool. They wanted. I mean, we can't just do another Batman though, because they've done like they will Batman at this point. The look, the super the superhero genre will come to a close but we will always get batman superman spider-man mm. and maybe every once in a while we might get something really cool and maybe somebody will make a good blade movie or somebody will make a good <laughs> daredevil movie or a good creature um, maybe probably not this one yeah it's and it's uh it's just the characters that people really like. So you also left out Joker. Joker. Will Joker. Like yeah. Joker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, people. People. The the there's specific <sighs> things that people like. It's like Batman, dark and cool. Daredevil, dark and cool. Mm -hmm. um, Superman, kind of like justice and freedom. Spider Man, web slinging, fun loving. You know, also can be story driven and dramatic all of these character blade dark cool wolverine wolverine we always have wolverine everybody yeah. these are the characters everybody loves to watch on screen and we like variety with these characters yeah, as and, well and we will always get stuff like that um even even after the superhero genre uh has died it's like the and, cowboy thing it's like the yeah. cowboy genre how we got cowboy movies for years we still get good cowboy movies so mm -hmm. once so in overall it, once in a while there's there's bad cowboy movies. actually there's a lot of bad cowboy that movies. nicholas cage one that Just, yeah but something. every you know every once in a while you get you get a good cowboy movie and even though cowboy movies have been dead for decades mm. right so overall with uh aquaman uh, what what would you recommend in a couple sentences how does how does hollywood keep their chin up if you will <laughs> uh it don't abandon abandon all hope abandon ship here yeah abandon so you think ship. they're like you think they're kind of like okay well 
it's still going to be a failure, but we'll at least maybe make a hundred million or 150 million. So we're going to have to put it cover our costs, but we'll at least get some money from it. You know what I mean? Uh, Out of it. They'll get, they'll get a couple million. They can't get zero out of it. Yeah. Well, they'll get uh, a couple million. They won't, I am, they won't break even on this movie. Mm, I doubt it. It, Especially once they actually have something ready, they're probably going to market the crap out of this. And I doubt that they will, uh, if they, if they don't break even, they won't say it. They'll be like, no, we, we, we made, you know, tons of money. We definitely broke even. No, you didn't. <laughs> Stop lying. Yeah. Man, I don't think there. there's not a lot of hope for this. There's no hope for this, in fact. No there, hope. The, no Star Wars um, against all odds hope story can Mm-mm. save this, right? Nope. Are you controlling the slides, Joshua? No, I didn't touch them. Yes, you did. Stay. Keep your paws off of my producer. Yeah, how come I don't have control? Because you're not logged in with the admin. No. <laughs> um, who's our All Patreon right. uh, shout out for this week? Thank you, Shelby. Thank Shelby. you for being well, a Patreon supporter. It. Look, yeah. Shelby gets her name at the credits of every episode and the clips. She also gets a shout out like we're doing right now mm-hmm. because she supports some Patreon. She also gets access to the podcast five days early. It's almost a whole week right mm-hmm. on monday mornings and she uh and uh, are you guys planning on doing some of that more exclusive stuff uh you know we with plan the, uh, we plan with the watch parties and such. yes um we just need to pick a movie and do it <laughs> <laughs> uh you guys are talking about watching a movie this afternoon set up some microphones and roll yeah we could do that we could do that uh Either way, we, there's watch parties on there as well as exclusive podcasts, the pre-show we do every single week before we start recording the podcast. Now, yep. what did what did we talk about on this past pre-show? We, we talked, talked about a handful about of stuff. What did we talk about? Hollywood stuff. We talked about some Hollywood stuff. But we also talked about um what it, what it, what was it that we talked about? Did we talk about Oppenheimer? No, that was at the beginning of this one. <laughs> it, we we do a lot of these, so it's hard to say everything we talk about. But where wow. it's co- more stream of consciousness. You're a great mm-hmm. salesman. Great salesman. It's more stream of consciousness over on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, and if that's something you're into, if you like our our uh, stream of consciousness conversations that deteriorate into multiple paths, go check us out. Links in the mm-hmm. description and choose the tier that best fits your content. I was talking to uh, someone and they said that they enjoyed uh, the Midnight Special. Really? Recently. They were like, they were like, oh, I, I really enjoyed the Midnight Special because it was just kind of stream of consciousness. It was mm-hmm. just, I mean, they didn't use that word, but it was the, well, maybe we weren't we talking about. For the pre I mean, for the Patreon. We were talking about, um, you know, just life, life stuff. Sort of. And and I think that, and, and we still do that. It's just on Patreon. Mm-hmm. We, we still do, do that. So, so look, uh, we do it with the pre-show. Um, and we're not saying no to the midnight special. We're just saying no for now. You know, yeah. Once and we get a good sized hey, audience over know, there on Patreon, we'll put it out on Patreon. If, special. Yeah, when we get a bigger audience on Patreon, maybe we'll just extend the pre-show to a longer show. Call it the Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And say the midnight special is behind a paywall now. Look, we love you, Shelby. Thank you for being a supporter. And uh, you too can be one as well. Thank you. So this is upsetting. This is extremely upsetting news. All right. No, no. So we all know about the Oscars. We all know about the problems come along with the Oscars. We also know this is like the highest honors in Hollywood. It's movies, it's acting, right? It is. It's the highest honors that uh, someone that icon, would icon status that we were yeah, talking that about on the pre-show. That's what we were talking about the pre-show. We were talking about mm-hmm. icons. We talked ah, a little bit about Doja Cat. Is, is that why Will Sam Smith, Smith uh, hit um, Chris Rock? Chris Rock right. because it, they didn't make his son an icon. Mm. He was asking for Jaden it. Jaden Smith is has been trying to make himself an icon <laughs> ever since his years. balls dropped. Look, before that. Jaden Smith. Way before that. I mean, is, I don't even think they have yet. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Smith is so ridiculous. This is what happens to child stars if they don't do drugs. You get Jaden <laughs> Smith. Smith. I don't know. He's probably <laughs> been doing drugs. <laughs> I, feel like I don't he's think he's drugged. doing drugs. I think I think he's making uh, he's making water cartons out of cardboard and saying he doesn't want to be a human and talking about why you know everyone is always cons- always worried about partying with their friends, but why is no one considered with the geopolitical racism in the country? You know what I mean? Jaden Smith's <laughs> the kind of guy that like I feel like you would uh, you'd go on a a you know, around the world trip and you'd just be out in like the, the China sea amongst mm-hmm. all the fishing boats and he'd just be on one fishing. <laughs> you would just see him there. He'd be like, I'm trying not to be like real. <laughs> you would just be like, uh, I'm ignoring you. <laughs> He's just wearing, well, He's wearing ratty clothes and just sitting there fishing. Like I don't know, I don't, dude. I'm not. I even think Jaden Smith wants to be the center of attention all the time. That's yep. what I think. I think everything he says if, is fake to get more if, attention. If that's the case, he ain't doing a good job. He's no. he's giving it his best. No, and nobody cares about everybody. Him. Like everybody else is out here throwing up opinions, throwing up podcasts, throwing up everything. Homie's not going on like Joe Rogan. He's not talking to comedians. He's not going to UFC. You know, he's not, I don't know. He he's already thinks anything. he's past them. He already thinks he's bigger than he's them. He's just not doing any. Go, he's go Jaden Smith. Go do um, something. Talk to people. I don't know. <laughs> Look, what the Oscars. about the new rule? So the Oscars uh, came up with a rule, I think back in 2020, 2022, for eligibility to win best picture okay specifically for best picture okay they have not implemented those rules until this next year in march of 2024 okay this is we're gonna look at these rules and uh heads up this is everything to do with diversity racial equality and equity okay okay equity so you basically and the reason i'm bringing this up i guess to say it right off the bat Oppenheimer will not be able to win Best Picture or will even not be able, qualify. Will not qualify. A masterfully made movie like Oppenheimer mm-hmm. will not qualify because it's too whitewashed. All right. Even hmm. though there's Jewish people in there, 
Jewish people don't count. <laughs> Paint the fence. Yeah, and whitewashing right. the fence. I got you. Whitewashing the fence. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. it's like, I got it. Yeah, I, I got it, but it wasn't a great joke. The Academy Town Hall clarifies new Oscar inclusion standards uh, initiatives for members. We're going to look at each one of these. So basically the rules, from what I understand, is the initiatives uh, originally unveiled in September 2022 is going into effect with the uh, upcoming 96 Oscars in March of 2024. In order for the films to now qualify for Best Picture, they will need to meet two of the four new standards set forth by the Academy. Okay. Apparently, like 80% of the people in the Academy voted yes for these to be the facts. All right. Okay. Um, how about speed reading? Can you read this, Wyatt? Um, let me... I don't usually keep it on full screen. <clears throat> I'm going to try to zoom in a touch. Standard A centers on on-screen representation and can be achieved in three ways, either by one, uh, at least one of the lead actors, significant supporting actors, racial or ethnic group, uh, two, at least 30% of all actors in secondary or minor roles are from at least two underrepresented groups. Uh, three, the main storylines, themes, or narratives of the film are centered on underrepresented groups. All right, so... The two big things I have. So this Ooh. is cons this is for on-screen representation, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is also dealing with this term underrepresented groups. How is that defined in today's world? Um, uh, minority minorities, because everybody's represented now, and they have everybody, been for twenty to thirty years. Everybody than that, in fact, yeah. probably the sixties is when mm -hmm. they started being rep represented. So everybody's represented represented so which group oh you got the donald trump hands up which group <laughs> everybody's been represented for everybody's here 60s. now since, since the 60s <laughs> everybody's saying the same thing which group is considered unrepresented in hollywood today okay i mean because <laughs> they're all represented so how is this defined that is the big when question Joe whips out the donald trump hands <laughs> look how <laughs> Are we defining this? How should we define this? Um, okay. You know, the that uh, are we talk in black, gay is yes. them too? Yes. Uh, no, no, no. Um, are women considered Latin Americans, Asian Americans, women? Yes. All of these. All of the yes. above, except the ones that look like us three. Yes. <laughs> Wait. Oh, well, not Wyatt. He's, well, he's ambiguous. Seen, I haven't I mean, seen a lot of movies ambiguous. about Spanish people recently. A Blue Beetle just came out. Yeah. Oh. And it didn't do yes. very well. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it, but yes, you're right. Okay. <laughs> um, your people have been represented. Well, I, I here's the thing. The it's it's arbitrary. Um, right. It's arbitrary and it is going stuff like this is gonna kill the award shows. It, um, I think there's argument that they've already killed him, but this is definitely. Oh yeah, to no, throw no, no, the yeah. The, 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 the coffin, views, the right? views of each of the uh, like the Oscars has gone down, uh, you know, significantly, it, and and it gets less and less every year. Okay, let's go ahead to standard B. All right. Uh, revolves around creative leadership and project behind each film. Uh, can also be achieved in three ways, at least. Two of the following leadership positions and department heads, casting directors, cinematography, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, from underrepresented groups. So uh, what this is saying, at least 30% of the film's crew from represented groups, 30%. What this This is saying, this is egregious. This is so if you pair this standard B with standard A, um, they're saying that the entire creation of the movie on screen, we're talking about stories all stories, all characters, all narratives mm-hmm. have to be about uh, or involving underrepresented groups. So, uh, and everybody behind the scenes has to all be about uh, underrepresented groups. So we are no longer making movies because people want to watch movies. This is about uh, this. This is politics now. And yeah. I got 100%. a legitimate question about so who's defining these underrepresented groups, and if that's the case, if we just we just have to have a lot of diversity, if that's mm-hmm. what they're saying, then yeah, basically, but they're 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 making it down to a math equation, thirty okay, percent. So you know what I'm saying? Like someone like Jordan Peele, I love his movies. I'm not dissing on his movies, but like he has come out and said the movies he tells. Not as a racist thing, not as anything. He just primarily had always puts a lot of black actors in his films. So if yeah, he, he crew, wants to see he wants to see movies made by black people starring black people, and there's nothing nothing so wrong. His with movies that. are that's, not exclusive. That's a good goal, or his but, movies are exclusive. What his movies are, they're not exclusive. They're not diverse, but they're. Um, it could be argued if it was reversed, it would be racist. Definitely. Well, no, yeah, and and um, but his movies will qualify for all of this, one hundred percent. Even though they are, it's technically just the same as a white director who casts white people. But if you were to say, "I want to make white movies," then you're racist. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm saying. The other way, it's racist. Now, I want to bring up two it things in like- this. Um, at least 30%. This is egregious mm-hmm. because this is, uh, you guys know the difference between like this, these terms like equality and equity, you know, mm-hmm. equality is good. Equality basically means there's no, there's no barriers to people who yeah, are qualified for anybody. Yeah. For anybody. As long equity, as you're qualified, you, you get in there. Yes. Equity is the initiative to make sure that certain people of certain demographics or certain identities mm-hmm. are elevated to positions. So this, when you say at least 30% of the film crews underrepresented groups, that's fine if that's the case, if it just happens because they're qualified. They are not saying it, they have to be qualified. Yeah. They are saying no, all of this they is have to have this. It's all equity, and equity is racist 100%. Mm-hmm. Now the other it's thing racist, I, it's sexist, and it's homophobic. It's definitely. You want to know the number one people group that are affected by these equity initiatives? Asians. One hundred percent. Asians are the biggest uh, ones affected by this. Now the other issue I had is this idea of defining who uh, who all needs to be represented. I'm sorry, casting directors, whatever they are, men, women, black, white, it doesn't matter. Cinematographers, no offense, to get the best cinematographer out there, most likely is going to be a white guy. 
It's just a fact right now because the top cinematographers, uh, composers, if you want the best composer, it's going to be a white guy. It's going to be Hans Zimmer, you know? Yeah. If you, if you want the best costume designer, that's going to be a woman. So just for, just for clarity's sake, he's not saying that, um, the, the best composer or cinematographer has to be white because, you know, they are inherently the best. He's saying right now, the best cinematographers and composers uh, in the business are white men. But check this out. Hairstylist, probably a woman, right? Probably. Makeup well, artist, I don't probably know. a woman. I don't know. There's um, lots of, you know, men the, in hairstylists and makeup. Look, the biggest thing here is to basically say, if I want to qualify for best picture, I don't get a chance to pursue the best of what I yeah, think. I, can't I have to get, pursue demographics. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest get, like, problem. Here's my crew. They're the best crew around, and uh, these are all the people I'm hiring. Here's everybody in the film crew. And then the Oscars looks at it, and they're like, "Well, you didn't meet our equity requirements, so you're exactly. not going to you're not going to win a best picture." And Imagine if I couldn't pursue Greg Frazier to film my film because he's a white guy. Yeah, and then if that would be nuts. If that's the case, um, all of these are going to be these rules are going to be implemented in all of the things. It's like, oh, you want to win best, uh, best, you know, music, best sound, best, you know, exactly. international picture, you know, whatever. It's they're all going to be implemented. So and what are the? It's so wrong that it's not based on, uh, it's not based on people's ability and qualifications. It's based on ticking a box. So this one is uh, standard C centers on industry access and opportunities and can be achieved via number one, the film's distribution or financing company has paid apprenticeships or internships that include underrepresented groups uh, or, or the film's production distribution and or financing company offers training and work uh, opportunities for below the line skill development uh, to people from underrepresented groups. Here's the thing about this point it is not bad um this is not a hold on this is not a bad initiative uh directors can't choose this off hold on well i saw joe joe was joe was working up to something um yeah this is all this is all good stuff providing internships and uh apprenticeships uh to anybody is you know that's all great stuff and you know, is there's nothing wrong with it? it the there is stuff is, wrong with it because on. that means I'm, not, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm <laughs> almost done. The issue is when you make it a rule of requirement that this is part of this is part of the what allows a movie to get made is do you provide internships? Do you provide apprenticeships for underrepresented groups? If not. Sorry, you don't win best film if exactly. you don't provide these things. Two it's biggest a, issues. As a barrier of entry, you know. Yes, two biggest issues I have with this. Number one is uh, the creatives that want to win best picture, the director, the producers, cannot control this. Mm-mm. This is a part of the industry. This is a part of Universal, Warner Brothers, Disney. Do they have this? Yeah. Do they Dude, have this? Imagine uh, being a producer. I can't control if they do or not. Imagine being a producer and going, you know – going around to like the studio just make sure do we have enough 
Are, are we including everybody do, with the apprenticeships, the internships? Or do, it's like do, there's too many white people is in every, internship. Is everybody is, – Are there black people supposed yeah, to be here? So now you have to go through film and crew. You have to go through story. And you have to go through you the have to make bottom sure rungs of the ladder. You have to make sure that you're working for a company that, that whoever you sold the story to has internships for underrepresented groups. Now, here we go. Standard D says centers on audience development and can be achieved uh, if the the studios <laughs> and or film company has multiple in-house senior executives from underrepresented groups, including individuals from underrepresented racial or ethnic, blah, 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 blah. Um, this is a typo. I want to point out another thing you can't control. Are your executives and, you know uh marketing and publicity and distribution teams full of underrepresented groups also something a director can't control cannot no. the only thing you can control is i will not work with them but then going back to the other point if you want to work with more smaller indie companies they don't have resources mm -hmm. to provide these things for underrepresented groups yeah so now you're saying i will not work with people i will not work so that I can get best picture at yeah. the Oscars, I will not work with these certain companies because they do not provide that. I was, Whether they're too big uh, because they don't want to or because they're too small, they don't have resources to do it. I was actually expecting it says centers on audience development. It's like if your audience isn't at least 40% <laughs> from uh, uh, you know underrepresented groups, it's like <laughs> – <laughs> They just liked my film. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The, it's it's these are ridiculous. Um, and these are not just ridiculous. These are immoral. These are racist. Yeah, you're right. These are. This is this is not just like an annoyance barrier for people at the Oscars. This is immoral because this is not helping the industry this is not helping creative minds this is not creating equality for all so this, this is literally a racist uh this is in uh in play now right uh it is it, for this, this year the first time these rules are implemented so into who's going to win best picture based is this on next these, oscar because as long as two of these are fulfilled you can win best picture yes who's who's winning best film uh Apparently, the everybody's talking about because of this, Oppenheimer doesn't qualify. So it's definitely well, we not know that. I the bet you a million dollars Barbie qualifies for all of this. Oh I yeah, would I think be willing to say the same thing. Barbie it probably definitely um, qualifies. You'll know, probably Blue Beetle. That's a really good point. This is another area for Hollywood to essentially tell everybody what is the best movie, best movie. and not actually it being a good movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, they fell into the rules, so they qualify. Now all these BS movies qualify, so yeah. that's, that's the pool you have to pick from to win Best Picture. You know what? Let this happen because the industry is so non-self-aware that the indie market is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I mean people like – we mentioned this I think last week or, or this week on the live or something that Johnny Depp's literally going and working for indie French companies. Yeah. on his movies because the American American Hollywood doesn't want him. He's mm -hmm. still a huge movie star and people will watch him on screen. They're just digging themselves into a deep hole and all that's going to be left at the bottom of that is Greta Gerwig and Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. 
you know what I say to that? Let them eat cake. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're going to destroy themselves. It's, I mean, yeah, they're going to destroy themselves. They'll. If you can't literally. already oh, doing it. If, if you are stiff arming movies like Oppenheimer to not yeah. win best picture, like not giving them option, the chance to potentially win best picture. No optionheimers. <laughs> nice <Stupid. laughs> uh but i don't know what to i don't know what to make of it other than it's very incredibly disappointing and it just adds to the pile you know a huge pile of problems yeah uh, but i do have something that's a little lighthearted. but did you guys want to have anything on your mind first um do you have something? Why it keeps why it keeps going? Like he's about to say something and he's not. I I, I I keep thinking I have something, then I don't have something. <laughs> All right. Well, this next bit's gonna take a minute, so we should probably get on it. All right. Okay. So what we're going to do is we are going to rank our generation's DreamWorks hits. Okay. Are we okay? Disney. Oh no, DreamWorks. You said Dream. I, I was thought you said Pixar. I was gonna say yeah. Disney Pixar or just Pixar, but DreamWorks. Yeah, DreamWorks. Okay. okay, so I don't have every DreamWorks movie. I stopped at Megamind because after Megamind was Kung Fu Panda Two, and then honestly, for me anyway, you guys tell me differently. I might have watched one here or there, but I just stopped paying attention because I lost interest. Right. What was the last? Well, you became an adult. So I became an adult, but we're all around the same age. That's what I'm saying. Our generation, yeah, DreamWorks animation. We're gonna rank it. Yeah, that's what, cool. Wyatt, we watched we a DreamWorks movie not here. too long ago. What was it? Do you remember? I remember me and you said sitting down and watching DreamWorks movie. What did we watch recently? I mean, probably on this list. Look at the list. What did you watch? <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. We watched Kung Fu Panda not yeah, too Yeah, that long was in ago. Virginia Beach, though. I, th- I swear it was here. Um, so let's oh. let's. I say oh. we start ranking these. All right. Okay. Um, so twenty-one titles I have here. Yeah, it's a long list. Uh, I guess we just we'll start with we ants start- and go from there. No, oh, no. Okay, okay. So let's no, start. Look, let's, start let's start. Let's start with what we didn't really enjoy. Ants was the first one. That's going to be down at the bottom. <laughs> Ants was the first one, yes. But um, I, I enjoy say we Ants, start more I, with what we don't enjoy. I enjoyed Ants, I, but it well, wasn't a the best one they've done. It was just no, kind I, of the main. I don't think we should just pick out all the ones we don't enjoy and then work up. No, we no, should no. We're going to go in with, list. Yes, we'll start with list order. It, it's more fun if we're just, uh, you know. Okay, just go down the list? Yeah, let's just go down the list. All right, Ants. Did you? Did we ultimately enjoy Ants? Do you I enjoyed it, but it was it's yes. D- right actually, you know, it's kind of D-tiered for me. Um, Sylvester okay. Stallone was in that movie. <laughs> he was. So. <laughs> Sylvester was in that movie. He, was, yeah, was cool was he? Woody we, Allen we, as well. We got to yeah. kind of go through these pretty fast. Um, I mean, not terribly fast. Prince, Prince of, of Egypt, S tier for me, dog. I think no. we all every. Time I watch it. I no. look at the look at here. A here's the tier. thing. Let's do a tier. Look at the other movies on the list. Mm-hmm. If Prince of Egypt is not S tier, what is? <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. What is? There's, there's some personal favorites. There, in there's here. some personal good ones here. If we look at A tier, I'm good with. I'm good with up there. Just look, this is what I say. This is what I say. Let's put it in the middle. Let's put it in the middle. Okay. Let's see where we hit, and then we'll come back. And, and then we'll come this back. This is gonna to be a long segment. Okay. This is gonna be a El Dorado. Eldorado, I love. Eh, I love it. I, I like Eldorado. I think it's Eldorado definitely tier. A tier. A B tier. B tier. B tier. Yeah. I'm in between A and B. I'll I'll pop it in in B. In but B. Dang it can it, move. It can it. always move up. I think. Yeah. Um. I think, so I think I'm gonna say Chicken Run is probably a solid A tier for me. It's just a no, Chicken Run. No, Chicken but... Chicken Run was down there. It's a remake what? of of the Great it's Escape. It's the Great Escape with chickens and claymation. It's a no, very clever it, concept, but it's, it's not a clever concept. But it's just a remake. Movie. I mean, it's, it's not literally okay. nothing unique. It's definitely not C tier. It's got to be. It it's B tier. No, it's it's C tier. I would say C tier. I'm with no. you on that. I'd rather That's watch wrong. Ants than than Chicken Run. I dropped I, I dropped my El Dorado from run. A to B. You chicken can drop run? your Chicken Run All from right. B to C. All yeah. right, All right. I'll give that to you. Okay, Shrek. Shrek S tier, S tier, one hundred percent S tier. I I do want to mention. I do want to say about Shrek something that kind of brings it down for me is, uh, 3D animation. It's not there. Well, no, no, no. Killed the beautiful animations from El Dorado and Prince of Egypt and Sinbad. Yes, I would agree. Right. I w- uh, yeah, let's bump it down one for that. Is the 3D wow. animations for El Dorado, for Prince of Egypt, and it was for way bad. They're way the 3D better. animations were beautiful in in um along with the 2D animations, and then Shrek comes out and just goes, everything's 3D. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, <clears throat> this is I'm gonna break your argument apart here because I have the list of what order these came out in. So first off, Ants was first yes. 3D animation. Ants first, yeah. Then we hit Prince of Egypt and El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Then we hit Chicken Run. Then Shrek. And then we went back to the 2D animation like Spirit and Sinbad. And then they abandoned it. Okay? Okay. It was not completely abandoned with Shrek. It no, was it added abandoned. to the list. I think Shrek was the catalyst, though. No, it wasn't because they did two solid 2D animation that movies. Doesn't, after yeah, but Shrek. That does, yeah, but that doesn't mean that they didn't already see and the trend more claymation Here's, they were doing 2d uh 3d and claymation but just just because the movies came out yeah at but a nobody's time, doing 4d yet just because the movies came out at a certain time doesn't mean that they weren't working on those 2d animations before the success of shrek it okay. just means that shrek came out and then they got these other 2d movies out as well look i don't fear it where would you put spirit i okay I'm keeping Shrek on S tier unless we have hard. That's Spirits A tier. Spirits A tier. Solid. Yeah, it's pretty good. Incredible soundtrack. I have to bump yeah. it down to B. Hear me out. Okay, we'll leave it at A tier then. Actually, you know what? The Freaking, story. No, El Dorado's not wor- not uh, worse than Spirit. Yeah, I so would I'm say. I'm kind of agreeing. No. Um, the story I think for Spirit is not that great. It's kind of very baseline. The soundtrack is what makes this movie. You have to eh. agree. I mean, the soundtrack for me is most rememberable. There, the story no, in itself the, is not great. Well, no, I I disagree with that. It's um, it's a fine story. It's a good story. What's El Dorado? They go to El Dorado. No, no but El Dorado. It, it's, it's <laughs> don't don't you El start dogging on El Dorado now. No, they they go to El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, no, they they find the road to El Dorado. They There's become gods. There. 
Yeah, they come and, they, than a and then they leave. Fighting, uh, yeah, cool, good story. No, they don't leave. <laughs> um, I would say I I think I think Spirit is definitely a tier. Um, but we can move El Dorado up to A tier. Here's the thing. I know we're El leaving Dorado it at B. We're we're going with B. Personally, I think El Dorado is a little better than Spirit, but if they need to be on the same I would the agree. same level, then that's fine. Then I think then they're probably both A tier then. No. Well, I was saying no. El Dorado should be A tier before. And What's, you said no, what, put it on No, B. we're not I'm, moving I'm El Dorado this, and we're I'm not moving. I'm looking at this Spirit. list. I'm looking at this list and I'm not seeing too many other A tiers. I see a couple. I see Isn't a couple. There's a couple here. All right. Um, Sinbad. Freaking, I love Sinbad. Uh, Sinbad's kind of C tier to me. I'm Oof. agreeing with Wyatt. It's between A, I mean, C and B. It's between It's not a bad movie, um, but there's certain aspects of it where I just felt like pacing was weird, uh, and the ending is kind of lackluster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the movie's, the movie's good. Right. It's, you know, it's it's pretty good. And it's got some cool and animations and stuff. Doesn't it have, you know, Angelina Jolie? Nope. <laughs> it doesn't, apparently. <laughs> I've learned. Okay. Shrek? Who do- okay, Shrek? No. Who does play Shrek the two? bad goddess? Shrek 2 uh, is eight Michelle here. Pfeiffer. Michelle Shrek 2 Pfeiffer. is actually my favorite of the Shrek movies. Um, I know. But yeah, I, give, I, give Shrek the, I give Shrek S tier status because it's Shrek. But we can't put all the Shreks in the S. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you on yeah, Shrek Two's A tier. It's it's okay. the best. It's I'm the cool better of the movies, but it's not the the trailblazer that the I, original was. I'm cool but with it's putting- also like that's your opinion. Like it's not actually truly better. Every than the first. everybody loves like the second one. Every, I'm almost, agreeing with this. Almost universally, everybody loves the second one more. I'm agreeing with this statement, but you guys, especially Wyatt, holds Shrek as a group of movies i'm saying like the first second third mm-hmm. all of them in such high regards because i know we've had this argument before mm-hmm. where shrek is okay it's not what wyatt holds it to and uh, I it, you you say wyatt you mean the world no wyatt <laughs> yes the what because you're you're you're, you're 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 isolating me but really i think no, you're I the did one, a study. You're the one in isolation. The world. I took a poll You're the one the in isolation on this opinion that Shrek is man. Josh was in, in isolation okay. of most of his opinions. You're, you're trying to put me into What's a category. I'm in the majority here. You're in the minority. What's better Of here? Shrek is being like some of the best movies ever. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon or Shrek 2? As a cultural phenomenon, Shrek is universally loved. No, Shrek oh, is no, more... I, no. Yes, I agree with that statement. I said no. That's true, but I think you hold it in a little higher regard than the average Joe. Mm, no, mm, I don't think let's so. not bring me into this. Okay, I don't think so. I think it's just I. I also I don't I don't go and gush about. Oh, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> it's just I like Shrek too. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's do Shark Tale. And Where does Shark Tale land? C tier for me. It's D it's D tier for me. I it's D tier for me as well. I don't enjoy watching Shark Tale that much. It's it's, it's right there with one. ants. But it's yeah, right there with ants. It's with ants. Yeah. Uh Madagascar. Uh Madagascar, I think, is pretty solid C to B upper C tier. 
above chicken I, run? I think C tier. It's definitely not better than Sinbad in my opinion. Yes, it is. Yes, no. it is. Madagascar's not better than yes, Sinbad. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. 100% Madagascar, it's not. Madagascar has much better pacing, jokes, cast. Yeah. I just No, jokes, yes. Jokes, yes. Madagascar was a in my opinion, the story is lacking big time. But the pacing Sinbad is, is an great. actual story. Okay. Sinbad is like what's Madagascar two now? is better than Madagascar one, in my opinion. Um Ma- well no, no. Yeah, they Ma- they go to Africa. Right, yeah, it's that's better wrong. than Madagascar. That's absolutely wrong. Mm, no, that's I think you guys are wrong. forgetting. Madagascar is them going to Madagascar. You don't go to Madagascar. And create but a Madagascar, Madagascar too, is to go, go to from Madagascar to Africa. Okay. okay. You can't have a no, movie yeah, called, called Madagascar, Madagascar and go to Africa. Yeah, it's called Madagascar. It, the first one's Madagascar. better, and it's better than Sinbad and Chicken Run. It's not better than Sinbad and Chicken Run. It's Joshua, better what than Sinbad and Chicken Run. I think it's, I think it's, it's probably just, on the same level. In my yeah, opinion, it's just on the, it's on the same tier. That's not how the tier lists work. It's it goes down the line. If it's at the end of the tier list, at the end of the C tier, it's closer to D tier. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yes, that's how the tier. That's work. how tier lists work. Well, then I want to swap. A it's few not things. like just as good. Yeah, the, it's not like these are all equal. It's you know, Chicken Run is better than Sinbad. Sinbad's better than Madagascar. Well, no, I'm playing it. They're all equal. So leave it where it's at. Okay. And then I would say Madagascar two is D tier. Look, I agree with this. I think I think Sinbad is better than Madagascar, and it probably. I don't D-tier. think so. Where are we putting Madagascar two? D tier. You guys say D-tier. it's bad. D tier. It's it's not. It's unremarkable. It's not great. D tier is all unremarkable. Unremarkable. Did you guys like ants more than Shark Tale? Let me. I did. That. Uh, I. Th- I think sh- well, I would rather watch Shark Tale actually than Ants. Same. Okay. Uh, we're granted, I haven't watched in. Ants in a long time, and I'm so- done with doing these ranking things because you guys, you fools. Well, sometimes I mean, it's just easily work. two to one. Yeah, sometimes because you guys always agree on things. That's not true. I we agree dif- definitely. Well, you make with stuff up, Josh. You make you make stuff up. Like you hold it. Your so face is up. Is is being made up. Like I don't Look. think I don't think Shrek's that great. Said nobody ever. <laughs> no. Also, the entire why and I disagree with you. On, I can't see what Eldorado versus Spirit and, and Sinbad versus Madagascar. Okay, is that Wallace and Gromit? Yeah, it is Wallace and Gromit. So I've, I've never seen this, this movie. I, I've um, never seen it's it. it's good. Uh, the where the where the where Gromit, but it's okay compared to Chicken Run. Where's it fall? It's it's. Um, look, I'm sorry, e. British people, but Wallace and Gromit's like E tier. All right. Sorry. We're, we're defaulting to you. I'm we sorry. Haven't, we haven't seen it. Um, Over the Hedge. This dude, one grows in love more than I think about the, it. <laughs> the more I think of it, the more I, I see it over the years. It really – it. so number one, it defined a lot of the um, uh, cinematics for for uh, light diffusion through fur and um, true uh, particle diffusion. Lots of 3D animation things. What an amazing I, cast for this movie. I it think has it also defined an mm. era for Bruce Willis without any hair. Well, he had a lot of hair in this one because he's a raccoon. <laughs> RJ did. Uh, and, dude, Nick Nolte as the bear and Steve Carell no, as yeah, Hammy. Carell. 
dude, what a cast. What a movie. It probably goes up here. I think B tier. Yeah, I I would agree. B tier. I think B tier. I I still prefer El Dorado over Over the Hedge, but it's still a good movie, right? Okay. Yeah. I think I I think I'm this is good. I think I'd consider Over the Hedge watching that before Sinbad, even though I Sinbad Mm. I have a I have a soft place for in my Yeah. You have a soft spot in the top of your head for it. Yes, I do. <laughs> like a baby. Flushed away. Flushed away. I, for me, is kind of a guilty pleasure. I guilty? love. Why is guilty this is this is uh this is I the, the British love so. flushed away. Uh, okay. The wow. the because of the British humor in flushed away is top tier. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. What is it, this? Is Hugh Jackman and Emily Blunt? Yeah. Um, yeah. The the jokes, a lot of them will go over your head, but I love it. I love this movie. Uh, it, it's visually incredibly I say it's pleasing. B tier. You like it would, more than Chicken Run? And I love. I like Flushed Away way more than Chicken Run. Of the like mocap. Yeah, I would put it right. We are putting um, stop motion. It's yeah. Now, for some reason, I don't really feel like I'd prefer Flushed Away over Sinbad. But- I. See, I would agree. I would agree. Sinbad is better than Flushed Away, but you guys had to put it in C tier. Well, Sinbad's. I I'm sorry, guys. Sinbad's story. Listen, yeah, can but we read this and pacing. Angelina Jolie, Prince of Egypt. Sinbad's it's story and pacing. Angelina Jolie. All right. Uh, when, once we Pfeiffer. finish, once we finish, just to let you know, I am going to lobby hard to revisit Sinbad. Okay, this is. I don't feel be like insane. Sinbad. We can revisit. That is becoming yeah. more. And I don't want to revisit. We ain't revisiting anything. Um, What's the third? No, we are revisiting because Prince of Egypt uh, is still it's better not. than all these movies. Prince of Egypt is still in between A and S. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're revisiting Shrek the it. third. What do you? I I don't have much of an opinion on Shrek the third. Look, I no, love I Shrek don't. the third. I think literally it just gets a little bit less uh, fun the more movies. So, I don't. I don't think it's good. better than Madagascar or Chicken Run. Personally, I think but, it is. I think uh, Shrek the third is way I think better. Is. I, think I don't remember anything about Shrek. The I would third. put it. I would put it on B. Where they get but, Justin Timberlake? I've seen. I've seen Shrek the third twice and have never desired to watch it again. They go I to Worcestershire. I would put it on B tier, but put it right before Over the Hedge. Marlon with the dude. Marlon has a little, uh, remember a little, a little dress that keeps flipping up and showing his. Butt. Don't remember any of it. Yeah, it's I would rather like, watch. I'd rather watch Flushed Away, Over the Hedge, Spirit, Chicken Run, Madagascar. Well, it, it, Shrek the Third. Let's put it right in front of Over the Hedge. No. Leave it where it is. It's good. You there. think it's better than Over the Hedge? Yeah, I, I, would put it I right don't there. remember yeah. enough from the movie. I remember everything about Over the Hedge and Flushed Away. I think it's just because you need to watch it again. And I don't want to watch how good it, it is. I don't want like if I if I watch a movie and I don't want to watch it again, it's usually for a good reason. Why? Now, if I watch, I remember. Um, if I, I know why. Why I watch like a movie? movie? It was because it was a bad night when we were watching it last. Nope. That was Shrek the Fourth, which I love. See, I think if you watch Shrek the, uh, that's Shrek Forever After, by the way. Yeah, but, Shrek, Shrek um, Forever After. Yeah. Can we but just if you watch next? Shrek the Third again? If you watch Shrek the Third again, you find love in your heart for it. I don't think so. I think you will. I don't. This think is so. the, this is just the true parlay from Shrek it's Two. Too long. Pacing's long. It's, Anything yeah. with Shrek in it, I'm done with. All right. Look, said we're gonna nobody put, ever. 
<laughs> said I'm gonna do nobody. This. I'm gonna put. <laughs> I'm Shrek. done with Shrek. I'm putting Shrek at the top of the C tier. Shrek okay. third. That's ridiculous. Um, Sh- Shrek Forever After is solid B tier for me. Anywhere, anywhere on that list, I'll watch mm-hmm. it. I agree. I think it's actually in between Spirit and Eldorado for me. It's a good one. What do, What do you say, Joshua? That's fine. I'm done with Shrek. No, don't just tap out. I'll, I'll, I'm not tapping Twitter. out with the next one. The B Which movie. Is better. The B movie was D tier after Madagascar. B movie. B movie is an F tier movie. B movie's F tier. No, it was. B movie is D. It just of, the, of all of tier. all of these DreamWorks movies, B tier is the lowest tier. Yeah. What? Um, we're not necessarily ranking B, these as B, like the B movie is B is his lowest is what it's, it's b tier <laughs> that's the level of humor in the b movie making it f tier yes f b movie sucks okay is it i f- don't care no, that you had jerry give it seinfeld something. give it's it terrible e. give it you like e. jazz <laughs> b movie is so freaking See, you're, you're giggling at the jokes at <laughs> no, least I'm make giggling. it e. i'm not giggling at the jokes i'm giggling at how terrible this movie is let's it's just so make it e no, I, I can't. Wallace I'm and Gromit is probably I better can't. than B I movie. can't. Look, we're we're putting something on. I'm not the even F playing at this point. Movie. I don't get to choose. You guys are just putting them at the tier. No, it's because agree. We, the two of us agree. If you two agree on something, I default to that. And then I just I'm just saying bump it up one tier. I'm not saying put it at S tier. I'm just saying Look, bump it up did one that. tier. Me and you bumped up Shrek the third because Wyatt doesn't like it at all. I didn't even say anything about Shrek the Third. I said, I, I'm done with Shrek. We can reevaluate at the end. We're just Look, throwing them in categories, except Kung for B movie. Panda, F. S tier. S tier. A tier. S tier. S tier. It's an S tier movie. S tier movie. Easy. Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, the first one, the fighting in it, like. We watched Kung Fu Panda. We watched went through the Kung Fu Panda movies. We didn't get the recently. second. We didn't get to watch the second one. But like the first one, the fighting style is so much better than than after like once they get second, and third, third one. Gets, the third one just starts just bad. becoming a like kids movie. Yeah, but the fighting and Tai Long's fight, mm-hmm. his escape from prison, is a fantastic scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, it, it really just music composition, uh, stunning cast, great visuals, awesome fighting. And that does have Angelina Jolie in it. And that does have Angelina Jolie. It does. And she mm-hmm. plays a tiger. Mm-hmm. How hot is that? Um, uh, yeah. Monsters versus aliens. Can we? Yeah. Monsters versus aliens. Monster I like versus monsters aliens. versus aliens, it's but okay. it was unincredible for me. Yeah. I don't think it's up there with a lot of these other movies. It's fun. It's funny. I'm putting it down on E tier. Yeah. No, put I, it before it, shark tale. I would say for shark tale. Shark tale. Oh, on you think E-tier? monsters versus aliens? I, I, I think it's D tier. Yeah. I think it's D tier. I, I don't know if it's before shark tale. I like monsters versus aliens. Look, but... I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll put it after Shark okay. Tale. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I honestly think this is an E tier movie. Uh nah, it's D tier. It's fun. Uh-huh. It's enjoyable. S tier. Train your dragon. S tier. First Yeah. The first one is S tier. Okay. I feel like that could be or upper A tier. I'm doing I think upper A tier. Yeah, I would say A tier because 
it the story is good the soundtrack is fantastic but i think the but compared to kung fu panda is not great and prince of egypt well, the animation looks incredible in that movie. when was the last time you watched amazing how to train uh, dragon it yeah, wasn't great, it, not great. It, no it's incredible it's still mega mind i love mega mind i do too it's mega mind uh, is like one of the B-tier. actual funny b tier i think so but i, think, I don't think I it's think, better than el dorado or Shrek. Uh, you could put it. I mean, you could put it around over the hedge and flushed away. It. I love Mega Mine. I I'm think that was the one Joshua, we watched. Do you agree with Mega Mine? I Jones. move move over the hedge a little uh, before Mega Mind. You mean after Mega Mind? Yeah, like that. Something like you agree with that? Mm-hmm. All right. What we need to revisit is I want to revisit Sinbad personally, and I we also need to decide Prince of Egypt S tier. It's S tier. No. Yes. It's good. How, Joshua? How it's how is it good, not? But Expl- it's not? Can you explain why? I okay, no. I'll, I'll I'll give you Prince of Egypt over Shrek because I don't Shrek is good, but it's not this massive thing that you put it in front of. Cultural phenomenon. A Shrek cannot be the best. It it's is. not Prince of Egypt is the best and then okay. Shrek. Let's yeah. And then Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda. Now, I'm okay with Everything here except for Sinbad. Do we truly think that Sinbad deserves to be next to Madagascar when was, and Chicken When was Wild? the last time you watched it? Maybe a year ago. Okay, tell me the storyline. The storyline is about a man who's obsessed with uh, basically becoming the richest man in the most interesting um, – no, 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 Finding no. the edge of the world. That's basically what, no, it. But what, do they, but what do they do in the movie? Be more specific. What's what do you mean, the book what do they called? Do in the movie? What's the what's the what's book the... called? If you can give us the book, they run name, away we'll from uh, these spirit mermaids. No, what is finding the, book? the edge of the world? He doesn't he's know. Got a, he has a deal with the. You goddess. give us the name of the book. The literally, I can't. The do MacGuffin in the movie. Then the MacGuffin isn't the MacGuffin the uh, the the map. They no. They they are going to get the book to save his friend's life. So the MacGuffin. Is, yeah, who's in prison? Be, yeah, because and of the girl that he falls in love because with of something is Sinbad engaged did. to the thing. And then, if and then, us, what's the big climactic thing at the end? He gives himself up, like he 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 lets uh, his friend go free while he sacrifices himself. Yeah, and they get the book. It's just it it feels like it kind of falls flat you still didn't at the end tell of the us movie the, bo- the name of the book i don't know the book joshua stop and harping on this non-talking point you don't get to move it up i honestly don't remember what is it like the book of corinth or something no it's i think it's actually in the title i don't remember what the book's name is actually legend of, legend of no, the seven, seven seas. seas it's not it it's yeah it's like uh is is it not the the book of Corinth or, um, or Coralinth or something, Josh? Josh see. doesn't know either. He's looking it up <laughs> on his phone. Um, yeah. If look, if you want to move Sinbad up, I don't care that much. Um, yeah. Look, I'm not going to do much. something that the two of you just hardcore just don't. I agree just don't with. think it. I don't think it warrants it because it's it's let's aside just, from like leave it where it's at i'm animation frustrated but let's 
just leave it where it. I don't lies. know. Why do you get so frustrated with this stuff? Because Joshua this is, is so frustrating. I I I know why he gets frustrated because his take on movies. His takes on movies. It's terrible. No, it's you. you <laughs> his takes on movies take is is this ultimate thing. No, and no, no. You guys always your, agree. Your take and on so, movies no, is out no. is always outside no. of the outside of like no. normal conventions and normal thinking. Yes, and you think it's normal thinking, but it's outside of it. It's like opinions that nobody has. You're no, right. you're. You just hold You're like your you guys have trash. You guys have tra you guys have trash opinions. It's opinions that everybody always has, right? It's, I'm a, it's, done. it's I smell garlic. It's easy bread. opinions. You smell it's garlic. Not, bread. It's Ethan's milk chicken. Is what you're I know. smelling. I know. Oh that my gosh! Is, yeah. What? Do, what? What? Don't think milk about and it. cinnamon. Don't think about the milk <laughs> chicken. Don't think. Stop thinking about. No. His his logic was his milk chicken marinade. His logic was. You know, you soak fried chicken in buttermilk before you cook it, and it's good. Yeah. He's like, I don't have anything to marinate in, so I'm going to marinate it in just normal milk and put some cinnamon in it. And he's like, oh, it's good with French toast, so why don't I do that with chicken? Overnight. <laughs> chicken and French toast are two, toast are two different things. It this smells like French toast. Thinking. It smells but it's like raw, French toast. Uh, Salmonella mm -hmm. having chicken. Mm -hmm. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's gonna so burn. someone go it's tell that boy to stop acting like a fool. I, I he's think. done it for years and years and years. He's like, I'm gonna put uh, saffron in my coffee or or paprika or <sighs> chili like powder. Butter. Oh, he's like, I I like drinking my Kool Aid with noodles in it. He's always done this Ugh. weird stuff. That is disgusting. Uh, yeah. Freaking so what mad. is wrong with him? I'm so mad right now. Why? It's just DreamWorks, bro. I don't <laughs> accept it. It's just a prank, bro. I quit this podcast. <laughs> I quit this podcast. You always quit. You always quit. When are you actually going to get some balls and actually quit? <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, just do Stop it. showing up for the recording. He just stops. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's sitting in the living room listening to us laugh and laugh. And he's and like, you know, laugh. someone was interrupting me during that recording where they were trying to give their input about the DreamWorks stuff. I don't know who it was, if it was John Mark or Ethan, but they threw. Wait, someone just came to the door and wanted to give input in the middle of the podcast. Uh, somebody was at my door. I ignored them. They freaking they shoved a, a piece of cardboard with DreamWorks with a list of DreamWorks movies on it under well, my grab door. it. Grab yeah, it. I don't have it. I threw it back underneath the door. Yell at him and tell him to slide it back. I want to read it before we're we're done with this movie. See, um, my thing is like, if if you want to, you know, if yell if at him, you want to be on the podcast, hey, just say DreamWorks step back. You know, what, if you want to be on the podcast, what I I you know, if you want to be on the podcast, just knock and say, hey, I would like to add something. They're they're I'd like not. To, don't do an they're annoying chicken. thing. They're, they're not paying attention. They're cooking Dang it. chicken. Now I really I can't believe someone just slid a list of DreamWorks movies on a piece of cardboard <laughs> under your door, and you're like, "Screw them!" and you slung it back. Why you didn't think that would? Be I just an I don't like take? I don't like being distracted. Yeah, it was we kinda... could literally just sit here and just roast this stupid list that they gave you. Well, that would be so I much mean, fun. I think we should end it. And then we can roast it later. All right. 
Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time.